Hi, and welcome to the Animation Industry Podcast. My name is Terry, and I've had at least 50 haircuts in my life. Before we get into today's episode, I have two messages to share with you. The first is that I did the random draw for the two Clip Studio Paint EX One Year licenses. So congratulations, Matthias and Courtney. You'll be getting some info via email soon. And thank you to everyone else who entered. This second message is for everyone interested in stop motion animation, which should be everybody. A while back, I had the wonderful people who run Animation Wildcard on the chat, and they have been running a podcast called Hello Stop Mo, dedicated specifically to stop motion animation, and they're already on episode 14, and I thought you might be interested in giving it a listen. They cover everything from how to study stop motion to building a career in it, and they try their best to empower their listeners with introductory knowledge of the industry to help reduce barriers entry for newcomers as well as demystify how to navigate a career in stop motion. So if you're interested in that, I've included a link in the description of this chat, so please check out Hello Stop Mo when you have a chance. Now, today's guest is a Moroccan self-taught 3D animator who teaches at Anim School and works as a character animator at Axis Studios. His name is Ayub Malaknif, and in our chat, he's gonna share what the animation industry is like in Morocco, including what opportunities exist, plus how to find determination within yourself to pursue your dreams even when they don't seem possible, and how he ended up going from student to teacher at Anim School and everything you wanted to know about that program. So without further ado, let's jump in. Yeah. Hi, Ayub. How, how are you doing? What's going on? I'm great, man. I'm doing uh, well. I'm excited to chat with you. I think your story is pretty interesting and really unique because originally you come from Morocco. So I thank you so much, man. Yeah. Um, first of all, before we get into that, like, what are you working on right now? Like, Just tell me what's going on. So I'm currently working on a super uh, top secret project. Okay, so you can't share, that. but like you're you're living in Glasgow right now, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm currently living in Glasgow. The only thing that I could say is like it's a feature animation okay. for uh, for Netflix, so it's kind oh. of like super cool. Oh, yeah. super cool! Wow. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So I, first of all, can I just take a moment to like appreciate how cool that is? You oh, grew up in, and were like raised in Morocco where there's like mm -hmm. no animation resources. And now you're working on a feature film for Netflix. Like that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. What the heck? Oh, that's super crazy. I can't, I still can't believe it myself. So like, yeah. yeah. So how, okay. Tell me, <laughs> let's roll it back a bit. So yeah. baby, Ayub in Morocco is born and he's like, at what point did you decide you wanted to become an animator? Like, where did you get that idea? So, from? Yeah, that's a great question. So here, uh, I remember when uh, I, when I was a young uh, kid, I used to draw a lot. I didn't know, like, I used to watch cartoons, and I'm like, I felt like something that they were real, and they like, I never thought about it that there are people that actually work on that. But actually, like, I think it's around 2010. I watched I watched one of the uh, videos from Kelly from Animation Mentor, and I loved his enthusiasm, and he's like, like, I was super like, like, energetic and stuff like that. I was like, what's that? That's animation. I want to do that. So once I started like uh, to think about it and like see how it goes and I realized like, okay, so now I need to save some money for like to get into school or something like that. And school was a little bit. Uh, so you randomly too. came across, you said Kelly, her yeah. animation yeah, I, like on YouTube. Yeah, or not Kelly, it's uh, Sean Kelly from Animation Mentor. Oh, okay. He's like one of the, probably he's a founder, I guess. So, yeah. But you randomly came across this animation on like YouTube and you're like, wow, I, yeah. I want to do this. Yeah, I want to like, I, I love it. Had, had you already yeah. like done formalized schooling and everything or like this is? 
So I've never had the chance to like study in an art school. I've done most of like, I have like a, my degree is like in physics, like my bachelor's degree is in physics. I you went to physics degree. Yeah. I <laughs> went to crazy. call it like the university and I studied physics. And after that, I just, okay, I'll just drop out the animation. So yeah. Wow. Well, I'm sure your like first bouncing ball test was like perfect because you have this degree in physics. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Man. I'm like, yeah, especially like when I'm teaching, like I teach, I teach class one and class two. And I go a bit into like some physics stuff because like it's like super helpful. Okay. So like, did you, so you decided to become an animator just from watching that one video? That's crazy. No. Yeah. So actually like, it's not that, that, that one, like the, the last one of the last drops, because I knew there is a job that is called animation that you can like make stuff. I was like into the idea of like making cartoons, but it was like more like 2D. But at that moment, 3D stuff started to, to happen more. And I was like, yeah, okay, there is a school that teaches that. And I was like, I knew about animation mentor, but I didn't know about any school at that point. So what I did from that point is I, I started to like try to learn more by like watching videos on YouTube and stuff like that. And just like trying to learn as much as possible. And then I also, what I did, this is the crazy part, which is uh, I, I stopped, like I dropped out from university and then I started doing graphic freelance graphic design. The only purpose for that was like, I just like wanted to make money. Okay. Yeah. But the problem is I actually started to fell, fall in love with graphic design. So like, like learning about like, uh, silhouettes and like uh, beauty and design and simplicity and like uh, I did like emojis like, which is like closer to like uh, animation because you work on poses and expressions I worked on branding and like all sorts of stuff but what I found is like that actually helped me a lot with my animation because when I animate I always think about like clear clarity clear poses simplicity graphic shapes and I found that is for like some of like really good animators, they usually have background in graphic design. So if you guys like it, that's a huge plus. Okay, question for you. Um, you are getting a degree in physics, which you know, like I cannot get a degree in physics because I'm not smart enough. Um, and was your were your friends and family being like, what are you doing right now? Like, yeah, you exactly. get a lot of backlash for dropping out and then doing graphic design on the side and being like, I want to become an animator. Yeah, so here's the thing is I, I, I started doing the whole thing while I was at the call, as college. Uh, my mother was a little bit supportive to it because there is a good communication, me and her. My father was like, oh, what, what's that? What are you doing? Are you just like sitting on the computer and like not doing anything? Like, there is nothing and like that. So the only way for me to convince him was like, okay, here, I'm working as a graphic designer. When I started to make like salary and like earn money, and just like show them that I'm actually making something that I could support myself. It was like, yeah, that's good. Let's go oh. for it. How are you yeah. picking up clients at the time? You know, like you just said, you you started from scratch, and you know, suddenly yeah, I like... started from scratch. Like I didn't like I know like people have to go to like uh, schools and learn about graphic design and stuff like that. I started from not knowing anything. So what I did is I was like started on like this website is called Ninety Nine Design. I yeah. did the contests. So I would stop first contest. I would do my like my designs, my logos. They're super crappy. They're worst. I wouldn't get any notes, any feedback because 
Like I was like, oh, what, what are you doing? But I just kept working and working and working. I, it took me like seven months to like win one contest. So wait, wait, 90, 99 designs, right? That's the website. Yeah. Isn't that where yeah. like you, if you want to buy a logo, you like put together your yeah. budget and then just people randomly make a logo for you and you choose. Yeah, exactly. Logo. I worked there. So you did yeah. that for seven months. Yeah. Seven months. Day yeah. in and day out. Yeah, exactly. Every, like every Monday, your dad was like, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was like, oh, so what are you doing? What? So about like, after like persevering for like, seven months, I finally got like won my first contest and then after that everything started to become a lot easier wow. i started winning more contests started with making more con connection with other people like i had like uh i would like get offers and make like uh, like work like uh, someone that actually got a degree in graphic design so the good like the craziest thing is like i kept working more and more i have like very competitive person like uh like personality. So what I did is I, I tried to get more into like this like top level badge that you get on the website oh, and I got it. And nice. I got to the point where I got my design nominated for best use of like a uh, color gradient or something like that on like the whole year. But I was nominated by the way. So yeah, I was like, yeah. That's good. so cool. Congratulations. Oh, so, um, so you well, did this, you did this like I, crazy competitive thing just to make money so you could take anim school yeah i was doing that and after a while so i started at 2013 at 2016 i realized okay now i have the funds and the savings to start doing anim school or I, at first i was going to, to go for animation mentor and i was like oh, okay this is super crazy then i realized anim school and i checked that real Looks super cool. So I was okay, I'll just start with them. Then I just went for it, worked, like studied in Adam School, and then worked as graphic designer at the same time. But my priority was I should like focus on my animation. So yeah. Yeah. That's so you were making thing. enough from graphic design to like, were you I, I were you living alone or are you living with your parents? No, I was living with my family. Gotcha. So you I, were making I was enough alone, to like make it pay for anim school and like expenses and stuff on the side that's crazy yeah. okay so i'm also wondering you know like morocco like how many people do you know are animators in in morocco like growing so up? here's the story uh before i got into anim school once i got into anim school i met this one other moroccan that got into anim school he's the only guy okay and i talked to him and he was like here's a cool story uh, when he got into anim school there is this uh, section where you choose your country. And when he was looking, there was no Morocco. So he had to ask the school to add the country. That's how like wow. non-existent the industry is in Morocco. So that made it a lot easier for me because I didn't have to request that. It was already there. <laughs> so yeah, I think like um, how many people there, the industry is like almost non-existent. There are people that animate but it's not like a good quality anymore. So then what is, okay, so if you have no external influences other than this one guy. No, it's like, I, I have like other, like, okay, so before like, that's like when I knew about like animation proper. Yeah, but it's not like you can, anime. you know, like you're in high before school that, or whatever. And then like your career teacher is like, animator's a job. And here's a school down the street where you mm -hmm. can study animation. It's like, you have to figure out everything for yourself. Like, I'm just yeah. wondering where does this drive, internal drive to become an animator from? And like, Cause like, it's, yeah, 
asked like a fantastic question. I love that question. It comes from my love for solid storytelling. Yeah. I love storytelling. And I found that animation is one of the best ways of like creating storytelling, especially for me. I love pantomimes. And uh, I started like, okay, so here, uh, in the 3D realm, like 3D in general, I started in 2007, okay? So I used this program called Blender and I, I did everything, like from modeling, rigging, to everything. And that was the space of just using like uh, YouTube videos and tutorials. I used to follow like one guy is called Blender Guru, like CG Cookie and all of those famous websites. And they had a lot of tutorials. And so I just like followed it. And like at 2010 is when I really knew about animation. I was like, that's my goal. That's the thing that I'm going to do. And I'm currently following it. I don't want to like, um, my goal is not to stay an animator for my, the whole of my life. My goal is like to like to be more of like a director to direct my own shorts and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like kind that. of like in the beginning of my journey. So yeah. So your so your ultimate dream goal is to develop your own stories and shorts through animation. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right now, being a character animator is a path. Yeah. Exactly. That. Currently, like I'm more like trying to like absorb and learn and yeah, get experience. Yeah. So that, like, what's stopping cool. you from, you know, getting to the next level? Because I'm, uh, for me, for instance, I get caught up in absorbing and learning for too long. Like I will yeah. stay a student for a long, like people are asking yeah. me, like, why are you still here? Like doing this thing. And I'm like, I can't move on. Like what's stopping yeah. you from just, you know, developing your own stories and, and trying to get them made. Yeah. That's, 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 that's a great thing. It's like kind of like, this thing, if you think about it, oh, okay, I'm still not ready. I'm still not ready. And how do you really know when you're ready? You don't know. You just have to go for it. I feel like for me personally, I, 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 I really value high quality. So I want to spend as much time as I need. I know like for me, it's like I only have like about three years in the industry. I, I know that's not enough. So I want to spend more time on it. And like get like just like see how the whole process works. Yeah. After that, I'll just like start more. But I, I I totally agree with you. I should like be a little bit more forward. I, I have a like I'm actually thinking about like maybe taking like six months or something like that and just focus on like a, a short film or something like that. Just something to start with. So are you, but, are like, you th like is there a position that you look at right now and you're like, I want to be that in the future? Like with people you work with, like you're working on a feature film right now. Are you looking at the director and saying, I want to be the director? Are you looking at the writer? Are you looking at the, you know, producer? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, I would see, like, the thing is, like, I would love to do like some directing, but I know that I don't have like the, the baggage or like the experience or the knowledge, enough knowledge to like go through that. So, so yeah, what, that's, here I am like challenging you. What knowledge yeah, go do you ahead. Need? What okay. knowledge are you talking about? Because like a lot of directors aren't haven't animated either. You know, they came from script writing or producing or something like that, right? So okay, that's that's, that's awesome. I love these type of questions. So what's like what's like, okay? The thing is like, I'm like, I need to see how this is my first time working in like a. I've worked in feature stuff like I worked in VFX with that through freelance but this is the first time that I work with with like a like a bigger like a bigger company gotcha. and a proper feature yeah but the thing is like 
what's stopping me is because I feel like personally, I feel like I still could learn more. That's the only thing that is stopping me. Learn more and, in terms uh, of and like... there's there's an example I could give you. There is one guy on really good animators from Pixar. His name is Frank Abney. I happen okay. to know him. So Frank Abney was he's, he had something similar to like my like uh, my career where he like started and so I feel believe he was at iAnime. So he started there and uh, he continued then he went to pixar and worked there took him took him like a couple of years and he's really really good animator and currently what he did he stopped working at pixar and he's currently like working as a director in, with netflix so and like it, it makes sense like for me i would love to get into bigger studios to see how the whole process works if i could get to work as a storyboard um uh, artists that would be great i need to learn more about that because i know like the more you learn about story and how the structure works definitely going to help you as, help me as a uh, storyteller and makes it easier for me to work as an, uh, a director in the future totally but so you're a character animator right now for cg right for 3d yeah yeah so have you done storyboarding before yeah it's just like for for fun just like for me just basically finding like some uh workshops and trying to follow them but i haven't done it seriously but i would love to do it yeah i mean to me it sounds like you're taking your career very seriously like very like really? i have i'm not seriously in a bad way but like you know you have plans and steps to where you want to go and you're trying to make that happen would you say that would you say that's right am i correct yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i have so what is, okay so like you know you you've mentioned a few times you're very fresh only been in the industry for a few years like you know you're you're working on a feature film as a cg and character animator right, right now like what is the next step you're actively working so my towards. next step is currently i'm like as that brings brings us to uh the thing which is uh it's it since i was in morocco it was very difficult for me to get like a, a visa to work i got offers like I, I remember when i got offers from frame store in yeah. london but it didn't work out because of the visa issues i got offers from another offer from uh npc in canada it didn't work out because of the visa as well. So, but the thing is that I'm trying to get into Sony. My goal is like to spend like uh, uh, some time in like in each company, kind of like Sony, hopefully like DreamWorks, like Disney or Pixar, just to see how like the different like cultures and how it goes and how they tell their own stories and just learn from it, absorb, absorb that, that yeah. like that knowledge. And then build on top of it, then I start creating my own stuff. So, so that's say, like my, 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 so the visa is kind of like your biggest barrier, right? That's my, my biggest issue. Yeah. yeah. How would, how barrier. would you like get over, how would you jump over that? Like, are, yeah. like, you need a company to really be like, we, we want you so bad. We'll go through all the legal work. Exactly, man. That's yeah. the only way. The only way is you have to be really, really good. So yeah. they're like willing to have you there. So, so if that, you're so like, like or also like very specialized. You're like the only person in the world that can do this. I don't exactly. know character exactly. animation. Like, say you're really good at lizard animation, and then suddenly there's a Pixar lizard movie, and they're like, "We need no. lizard animators." Like, yeah, exactly. That's that's it. Exactly. But the problem is, like, currently, there are like, like you see the quality of the, the students just keeps going up and up, yeah. and there are more people, so the the challenge becomes 
bigger. So you have to put in more work. Right. And I've, I've seen like a lot of like people that are super, super talented. They just like, like that easily go. So that's the thing that I'm working on right now. So I'm trying. That's to crazy though. So you have to be like on the tip of your toes working all the time to get like super good with just the hope of some company being like, we really, really want to invest in you specifically. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the thing that also one other thing is like, it's not like, I'm not like hoping to be there. It's more like, I'm like, it's, it's a good thing kind of like, because I'm working on myself becoming better if it works that's good if it doesn't there is always like an alternative currently yeah. like i'm yeah so do you think like um i'm just wondering like you know if there's somebody from morocco listening right now and they're like kind of in the same boat would you tell them like you know like it's going to be a really hard struggle to yeah it's definitely a very hard struggle I'll, I'll tell you a, a little story here i remember when i was like it was around before 2010 i guess i was listening to a podcast uh, from uh, a blender girl and uh, this guy his name is Andrew Fox. He, he said this is what he said he said that usually people go to art school and when they do go to the art school only like 99% they'll make it only like 1% of the people that go to art school make it to the industry and the question that like I, I asked myself the first thing that I asked myself was like okay so one one percent of the people that go to art school in the United States or like 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 there like Western countries go to work in the industry. How the heck am I going to do that? So it's like uh, as long it's not as long as it's not zero, I have still have a chance. So the only thing I could do is like I just like work my ass off and just like like believe in it and, and it's gonna work. So yeah, and it works. So yeah, that's it. That's do, you, do you also play the lottery? <laughs> yeah, I know, man. <laughs> I know, man. Like, yeah. So I, I probably no, I, should I'm try just it. kidding. But I love, yeah. I love that mentality. And like, if you, if you go into something and be like, only one percent, I'm not going to make it. You're, you. That's like, you're not going to make it. Like, it's everything about. Yeah. At least from what I've learned, it's all about the attitude you take. If you're like, listen, yeah. I have a chance, and I'm going to do everything I can. You're probably going to be part of that one percent. Yeah. Yeah, What's it's up? like you, 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 oh, just, you don't think about it at all. Like, you're just like, okay, this is something that you love. You don't care about, like, consequences. You just go for it all in. Just don't have asset. Just like, if this is the thing, and this is something that I tell, tell my students, this is the thing that you want to do, put all of your energy in it, okay? And yeah. you should get results. Totally, 100%, yeah. Um, so tell me about Anim School. So like, you know, you were kind of studying on your own and then how did Anim School change, you know, the trajectory of your career? Because obviously you're not, you know, you got, you, you're working at Netflix now. Did that help that experience? Like, or did you figure out, you know, how to get the right connections and stuff on your own? I'm just wondering like how instrumental was going to school, like online school in your career? So the thing here, just one small correction. I'm working with the studio that's working with Netflix. So that's the thing. Oh, sorry. Yeah. And I also like for Anim School, how did that, that work out? So I remember when I got into Anim School, that was like at the end of 2016. Uh, I, I actually skipped class one because I already like was working on my stuff. I went exactly like to class two. I just tried to work as hard as possible. The good thing about anime school is like they provide you with like the material there is if you try to like absorb all of that knowledge, it's very difficult because there is a lot of material. So what I used to do is like I was like I was spending a lot of time like 
in, in my classes, watching other uh, instructors, critiques and lectures, going to like getting feedback from other instructors. There were like art classes. So I was learning art as well. And like workshops, like there's like an abundance amount of like stuff related to animation in general. And I was trying to use the most of it. Okay, so when I got to class five, when I got to class five, I was with uh, with uh, my instructor was he's, he's now one of my he's a best friend of mine. His name is Manuel Boover, and he's the head of any animation uh, any school. When I got to his class, I remember like I actually did two uh, shots instead of one, and like and you're only supposed to do one, but I did two. I was having a lot of fun. He loved my work, and it was like. So, okay, here I have a friend that is from Blizzard and he's looking for some good animators. So I'm going to suggest you to him. And I was like, okay, I'm still in class five. I still have more to learn. I'm still new. I can't do it. And he pushed me. Okay. And that's like when this brings me to a point where is you, you, you ask, if you ask yourself, when do you know you're ready? You don't know when you're ready. You just go for yeah. it. And this brings me to what you said. Like I, I, I should like do something about like making my own short film. It's just like need to put like a proper plan and just go. You have to push it. yourself, just like you push. Exactly, you, you yeah. have to push yourself because like there is never a, a perfect moment where you can because like, it's just gonna keep pushing it over and over. So what I did, I just went for it. It was a little bit like tough, like because that at the beginning, but after that, just went there. I remember when the, the guy, like the owner of like, Super C, when he saw my reel, at first he was a little bit worried because my animation style was too pushed. But my friend that was there, was working there, he's currently like at Sony. He was like, oh no, he's uh, he was good and like that. It's just like, uh, just like, like he vouched for me. He's a really good friend. Uh, so I was, okay, I'll let you do that. And I just started and just keep like, going and going i even trusted me with doing vfx which is more realistic did more vfx stuff worked in games worked like in like cinematics all of like all of the different like uh, fields and stuff like that and it was great and after like a while i just like uh, had the project where a couple i think a couple of projects where, where i i got to work as a lead animator which was a little bit like tough but it was like great that that could like go to that level and whenever I, I mentioned to him like that, remember when you said that my like my you weren't like um uh sure about my reel? I was like just stop, just laughs about it. <laughs> like, Isn't so, that crazy? You're like, you know, you're a student, you're like, oh my work's not that great, and then you're like suddenly the lead animator. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's crazy. Yeah. So do you think that experience taught you? I mean, this whole like, you know, you're ready when you're never ready like do you think that experience has like been a reference point that you need to just kind of push yourself and yeah and like exactly level yourself up ahead of exactly. what you think exactly. you are exactly yeah. yeah yeah exactly yeah that's something that i always think about this is something that uh okay so i, I was working at superseed and i got like i remember i got too comfortable at some point and especially working as a lead animator it's not about like animating it's more about making sure the project just like works everything there's no problems. And I wasn't sure if I was learning about storytelling and, and like growing as like an animator. So what I did 
I had to make a very tough decision, which is uh, I had to like just say, okay, I can't like uh, accept the new contract. I had to like look for something new. This is why I found like Access Studio and worked with them. And also I had to accept the like less pay because like I was getting way more, but that doesn't matter because I'm more focused on my experience first and like the pay just comes later. And if there was like any advice I would give anybody here that is listening to this, guys, just keep this in mind. If you like negotiate with companies, always like like studios will try to like 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 give you as less as possible. But your job is like to like ask for higher, like more, totally. and and like just don't don't be. I know people like they tend to be like shy. Oh, I just got the job. That's why I want. But all also just like make sure that you like negotiate your yourself. Right, a hundred percent. And if you negotiate, they're not going to be like, oh, sorry, the offer is retracted. We're never going to speak to yeah. you. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. like, um, say you know this is your first time, uh, you're fresh out of school or whatever, and a studio is offering you a contract. The instinct is just to say yes because you know you don't have experience. You're anxious for a job. Like, would you still tell that person who you know they're fresh out of school or online school or what, or just so not even school to be my, like? My only advice here is uh, focus on the experience. If that job is something that you would love to work on and is something that it will make you like uh, like grow in the path that you wanna follow, just go for it. Even if it is like as low, it doesn't matter how low is the pay or not, uh, because you're going for more for the experience. After a while, it's like they're paying you for school almost. Yeah, kind of. So if the thing that you're going to work is not something that you're going to love working on, unless that you need, like, you need like money and stuff like that, I would like, I wouldn't recommend going for it unless that you're happy with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's my only advice I would give. So how have you ended up in Glasgow of all places? So the, the problem, yeah, that's when I, uh, like I mentioned, I was working as a lead animator. I was in Morocco. The, the whole pandemic just started. And I was like, I'm fed up with like working as a remote animator. So I need to work in a studio or something. Yeah. So I got offers, many offers. And one of the requirements that I asked that I want to like, work in-house i know it's the pandemic but i want to work in-house access studio we're like okay we can do it in-house so what? i was like let's do it I it's also not shut got, down like the office yeah, isn't shut down yeah it was super super tough because they were like thinking that things will get better by the end of the year and i it was very like that what that's what, what was one of the reasons why it was very a little bit difficult for me to get you to do the interviewing time because I it took me very long time and there were a lot of delays, a lot of problems with like dealing with like trying to move into a new country during the pandemic. It wasn't yeah. easy, but thankfully it worked. So it's been uh, worth it for you then. Definitely it's been it, it has been worth it. The only problem is like I'm here and I'm working remotely. Uh, we just started like to get into the studios. There are only very few people in the studios. But I'm like, okay, I'm actually enjoying this, uh, 
the, the country here. Yeah. Uh, loving the place and the people. Well, I wanted to here. ask you, like, how, I mean, is it, lo- was it lonely in Morocco being like the only yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, guy yeah, who's an animator? Like yeah, it's uh, just like the industry there is non-existent. So you are pretty much on your own. So here you get to meet people that like work with you in the industry. And that makes it a lot better. Just like totally, having some, totally. like some chatting and some connection with people like that just makes it a lot of like, in Morocco, I'm like, what, what's your job? What's that mean? I'm like, I have to show them like, oh, you know, I actually worked on like my, my talking Tom app. So I'm like, okay, everybody knows that. So I'm like, okay, do you know that app where like there is a talking Tom where you can like just hit him and give him food and stuff like that? And we're like, yeah, I know. I worked on that. And like, oh, that's okay. Okay. Now they know. Now they know. Okay. Nice. <laughs> that's, nice. Always that's crazy. So also you're teaching, you now you're, well, you've mentioned it a whole bunch of times already, but you're teaching now at NM school, like you're teaching the classes you've come like full circle. You've, you've gone from a, you know, a student to an industry Very person to now teaching again. What, how yeah. did that, you know, they just, they just loved your work and loved you. And they're like, can you come back and just teach students? Okay, so here's the crazy thing. Uh, to deal, to, till this day, it still feels surreal for me because mm. it was my dream to teach in Adam school. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I thought it would take me like, okay, I need like 15 years. So I need to do my whole like path like that and then just become like a, a wise animator or something that has like proper knowledge. Yeah. Then start any, like teaching. But... What happened, like, I, I told this, uh, this, like, story to my friend Manuel, which is, like, the guy that was the reason why I got into the industry. And after, like, some time, he was like, hey, dude, you want to teach at anime school? I was like, really? What are you saying? <laughs> is that true? But this time, I didn't say, no, I'm not ready. I'm like, okay, let's go for it. <laughs> so it was, I had to teach class one. In class one, is one of the toughest classes because it's the first time and you have to have like a good energy and you have to like inspire the new students yeah. that's something that i need to focus like needed to focus on more and actually i ended up it was a little bit it was okay i was feeling like okay is this gonna work or not and but i just like went through it and just like after that just one of the best experiences I just love it there, especially like when you go through the class and you see the anime, like the students just like learn and grow. And like, yeah. so, okay, one student, like I had uh, one student was like, this is, I taught him in class one. Then I went to class two he need, like he came back to me and he got like, actually got an offer to work as a previous animator and he's still in class two. He was like one of my best students there. And I was like, okay, like this is what you're doing is way better than what I did. So I can only imagine what you're going to do when you finish the whole program. So it's like, uh, he's doing like previous animation with like some big, like Amazing. a big studio. Yeah. Wow. That, that must feel really cool to be like, especially cause you're like, I remember when I did this. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, like I remember. Yeah. How do you motivate, you know, you, when you see those new students and some of them are like kind of downtrodden or, you know, in their own heads or, or whatnot, like, what do you do to motivate them and say like, listen, this is worth pulling through and it's maybe hard work. Like what, what do you have any tactics or whatnot? Well, here's so, like, the thing. I, I focus, I, I, I totally focus on like, I, like I see like when like uh, for students I see like different people have 
like different ways of how they learn. Some people are faster. Some people take more time. And, and the thing is like, I have to try to match each student. So when I see someone that like, just like has like this, especially some people have already have some experience, some like doing it for the first time is very tough. So I need to like challenge those that are like very on the high. And for those that are struggling, I need to like lower the, 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 the thing. Like, so please don't try too complicate it. Make it simple. Simplicity is the best. And the, the way that I like, like uh, I usually ask them this question is, is this the thing that you wanted to do? Is animation is the thing that you want to do? So if yes, you have to go all in. You have to put, put in the hard work and usually I found like it's very, very difficult for those that have like a full-time job and they're doing animation. It's not easy. Yeah. And I have, I was super lucky because I kind of was working like part-time and doing it in school at the same time. And if you don't put in enough time, uh, it's not going to work. You have to put as much time as totally. possible. Well, because yeah. you're also competing against people who are doing this full time. Exactly. So like if you're only putting exactly. in, two yeah. hours a day and somebody else putting yeah. 10 hours a day like there's yeah. no chance like that that was yeah. a big that was actually something that i um had to come to the realization before i went to school as well because i was like i can only pick up skills uh, at a very slow level if i'm gonna still work full-time and do this so i ended up quitting my job yeah. and going yeah. full-time at animation yeah that's like that's like a it's an investment as well I, actually is if you like if you like just plan your your like um your journey and you're like this is just you're not gonna do this for a very long time it's like two years and also what i did when, when i was at m school there was this like you could take the program in two years and just finish it or you can do it in like uh dude, this is called the easy pay program where you just like do two terms take a break two terms take a break until you finish mm -hmm. the whole program so instead of doing it in two years you do it in three years and for me what i did it was like i took like that during that break, I was actually working because I still got access to the school and I could yeah. see the recordings of the new students and I could act like get, get feedback and I just like learned more. So I was actually kind of like spend like learning twice as fast as like, uh, like an average student would be. So I was like trying to go like all in like, and Dang. that's like just helped me a lot. If you keep it up at this rate, you'll be like the top animator in the world. You'll just yeah, be like, I worked harder than everybody else alive. <laughs> no, actually, like there. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you this. If you oh, think wait, that's you're like, hard, yes. No, actually, if you think that's actually that's hard work. I, I remember listening to a, uh, like an interview from uh, an animator. He's like a Pixar animator. He's uh, kind of a, probably a supervisor there. He's like a legendary animator. And he got like, I think a bunch of any awards at least one in animation mm -hmm. uh in the interview he mentioned like the he was asked like how many like how much time do you spend each week on your like like learning and his answer was like 80 hours a week and that's basically like how would you do 80 hours of like just to learn animation i tried to do it i couldn't do it i could like the max that i could get to is like 60 hours if I do more than that, I will just like quick because I can't like, I can't like, if I sleep less than eight hours, it doesn't work for me. I, I don't become like a, I, I just become a zombie. Yeah. 
So I do you think he was saying 80 hours, like literally, like he had timed out? Because like that means you're that's 16 hours a day. And yeah, like yeah. that means you're not even eating or commuting anywhere or like yeah I, yeah there are some people that like that go to that level that's can crazy. go to that level it's it's super crazy and i had actually i had the chance to uh get like a course with him and talk to him they're been asking me like yeah but i did it wow and it's like just just crazy you just like put in that in a like a short amount of time yeah it's not easy it's super tough but if you do it, yeah, you're just going to become. But OK, so like there's I, I, I know there are definitely people like this. Like I come from the like business entrepreneurial world and there are people who go nuts with that stuff. They like, you know, have their entire day logged from the moment they wake up and what they're working on, et cetera. So I know like for sure that exists. But also, like, are you enjoying when you did it for 60 hours? Were you enjoying that? Because if you're not yeah. like in my mind, if you're not enjoying yeah. every moment, you know, it's like causing yeah. you hardship or like taxing your brain, like are you actually learning or is it just, is it yeah, just for me, like, I'm for me, doing I'm not sure like doing a, it. Yeah. For, I'm not sure about other, other people, but for me, just to get to like getting like into a school, like an online school for me, it was like kind of a luxury. Yeah. And like, I, I didn't know, like, I remember like, um, like I had like, like one of the goals, like imagine like, if you, like and when you put the program, like um, a goal in the next, five years, 10 years, and you say something crazy, I'm just going to become like a millionaire or something like that. For me, and becoming an animator is was like that. It was yeah. like super something that is like super far. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like felt like 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 becoming an astronaut or something like that. That was super crazy for me. So once I got into the school, I was like, oh, God, this is like heaven. I was to the point where I was like watching uh, recordings of other instructors from different like uh, studios and when I watched them I was like watching them as if I was watching tv shows instead yeah. of tv stuff. so I was like just following okay I'm just gonna have like my like dinner or something like that drink or something like that just watch it uh, just lay on the the couch or something like that and then just watch it and here is something that an advice that I usually tell my students I'm gonna share this with everybody else there is this uh, rule, like there's this book. It's called "Eat That Frog." It's about like uh, like prior prior prior. My English is not. I think it's okay. Okay, it's not too late. Prioritizing your life. Yeah. And eat that frog is all about the idea of like finding the biggest thing in like whole day and taking that first, tackling that first, so it becomes easier, so you don't procrastinate that much. And they bring a, a rule that is called 80-20 rule. I'm not sure if you're familiar yeah, with that. Yeah, 80-20 rule, yeah. Okay, so that rule, I apply it to learning. So when you're learning animation, you don't want to like spend all of your time in Maya or like you're actually animating. Yeah. What you want to do is 20% of your time, you want to spend it on actually doing the animation. 80% of the time, you want to spend that in just absorbing knowledge, okay? So that could be like lecture, lectures, watching lectures, getting feedback, watching feedback. So other students and like, it could be watching like movies, like animated movies, trying to analyze them frame by frame, trying to understand what's going on. It's more about like taking things inside your brain. The other 20%, 
you gotta just like do the animation. And this is where most of the students usually struggle is because they leave that 80%. Okay, I'm just gonna watch my, my lecture with my instructor. That's like an hour and a half or two hours. And then I'm gonna spend most of the time trying to animate. And then when they animate, they're like, but I'm like struggling. How do I do this? How do yeah. I do that? Because you get you caught see? up in like the, the technicalities of like something minute and without yeah, seeing like a bigger exactly. picture. And, and like, I totally know what you're saying because I, as I found it's helpful too, you know, sometimes it's helpful to just start over or start something new. And you were like, oh, all those hiccups I ran into the first time, I see them at a different perspective. Cause you know, you watch a tutorial or you got critique yeah. from somebody or, yeah. or you just reviewed it yourself. And it's like, you know, it's, it's almost like the learning process is better if you just move on and try and like start yeah, over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. One other thing that I tell my students as well, learning is pretty much like rendering. If you know how the rendering process works is the, when you get the first image it looks very fuzzy, you can kind of see what's going on. Yeah. But with time there is passes and you pass and you pass and it gets clearer and clearer and clearer. And how does yeah. it get clearer is because there is one pass, another pass, another pass. And in, when you learn, try to like learn, like learn it first time, second time, third time, fourth time, until it becomes clear. Totally. And how I do that is I try to listen to explanation by one person and then go to another person and listen to the same topic. And usually when someone explains something, they omit some stuff and they talk about some stuff. And if you listen to another person, they kind of do yeah. other places and the, the puzzle becomes clearer. Yeah, and totally. For me, whenever I try to understand a specific topic, what I do is I try to listen to multiple people explaining the same thing until like I fill in the whole puzzle and it just becomes super clear. 100%. Man, when Unreal Engine takes over, you're not going to be able to use that rendering. No, but what you just said is so valuable. And that's what, you know, that was a huge part of what I uh, really thrived off at Sheridan College is because like, you know, you listen to your prof and you see the example and then you get into it and you're like, I don't know how to do this. But then you're surrounded by students and everybody heard something different. Everybody's trying something different. And then suddenly, you know, your learning experience is amalgamated uh, communal thing where you're learning a little bit from somebody over here and somebody's learning from you and you're learning from somebody over here. And then like, I just yeah. found that my, you know, like my whole trajectory, just like from learning on my own, trying to figure out how to get yeah. the portfolio together to like get into Sheridan to like when I was at Sheridan, like the learning curve just shot up because there's yeah. just so many resources and it's also yeah, a community exactly. environment too. Yeah. I, that's, that's just, that's great. And like here, like just one question here, like when you, were you like in, um, uh, uh, an art, okay, art school. You, yeah, you I went to I, I went to Sheridan College to study animation. Oh, that's yeah. great. You did like, is it like CG and in, like any like the whole CG thing, or um, is it like kind of the school like primarily focuses on two D animation? But you can definitely there are a lot of electives for like three uh, D modeling and CG animation, and like many people go and do their thesis in like CG animation. So you can definitely take all those courses to end up there but it's not a focused it's more of a generalist degree like you're going to learn storyboarding yeah, yeah. you're going to learn character design Stumble. you're going to learn yeah, 2d yeah. 2d rig 3d but versus like anim school or like animation mentor or whatever more online school where it's like yeah. hyper focused yeah so yeah. yeah 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 that's the thing about like uh, a lot of people usually struggle with like going to uh art schools it's like a lot of like like money and depth yeah. And, yeah and also you don't like you don't get the thing that you want to do 
totally you get like a little bit of everything and you you end up with like a lot of debt so uh that's 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 the only problem that's the, the good thing why like um like uh currently online schools are like try, like trying to fill that and also it's good thing that usually when you're in the online school you get like a, a teacher that is actually from the industry and they're showing you how exactly it works and yeah. also the other good thing is you make connections with yeah. these people yeah. So it makes it like gives you more chances to like get into the industry a lot quicker. Totally. So, yeah. I mean, doing things on your own is it's not some people are amazing at the, doing stuff on their own. Like, you know, they, they yeah. that's how they learn and they know that I'd say like for you, you knew you wanted to get into character animation. So going to anim school totally makes sense because it's like a focus thing for me, like or for people who go to Sheridan College or Cal Arts or, you know, an animation degree, yeah. you're forced to take. Uh, a variety yeah, exactly. of courses as well as electives like in Ontario the Ontario government forces you to take electives every letter like English and like all these oh really unrelated to animation classes that you have you to guys take. already speak English and you have to take English yeah you I, have to take I'm like cool how does that yeah. make any sense <laughs> you do to like write essays and and like oh, stuff like that it's it's a requirement here but like yeah so the thing, the advantage of a school like Sheridan is, you know, you want to get into animation, but you're not sure what area. So you're forced yeah, yeah. to touch every area. And then you're like, oh, I actually really enjoy storyboarding, not mm -hmm. 2D animation. It's a good thing I learned about storyboarding because I wouldn't have had exposure to it otherwise. And then they become a storyboard artist, for instance. And then the degree yeah. as well helps with a visa if you want to go. Yeah, and work yeah, yeah exactly. And, yeah. So definitely. Yeah. Um, I would, is there like, maybe just to like wrap up the anim school chat, is there like one big piece of advice that you give to students like from that, like, you know, kind of changes their mindset of going from like, not really understanding what the industry wants to figuring out how to get a job with their skills. Okay. So here's my advice though. So he, like, this is for the students that, okay, I'm working as a student, making my work and I'm not getting in any, like, uh, like any results i'm not getting like offers yeah i'm trying but i, I keep getting no's and like they, they a lot of people usually struggle with that of like how do i get into the industry my answer is like uh if you go to my twitter you, you will find this video that i shared from uh this actor from breaking bad brain cranston brand like i can't remember his name but what he said is something that when I saw that, when I heard what he said, it just clicked with me and just like made total sense. It made my life a lot easier huh. and also made me focus more on my, like my career path. So I don't care about like getting the job or not. Okay. Usually like students, they have this tension of, oh, I need to get the job. Not about that. Here's the, this, here's what you need to do. When you like, like when you go into like, um, here's what he said, is when you go into like an interview, your job is not to get the job, okay? Your job is to show what you have, okay? Show okay. what the things that you have. And what happens with that is totally out of your control, okay? For example, you see there are some really good like animators, they present their work, but they can't work on big studios because they don't have the visa. And like these studios, they would rather like have someone that is like, like hits the quality that like just like spend a lot of time trying to bring them to the country. Okay. So this is out of your control. This is something that you can't control. 
So what you can control, the thing that you can do is you can be so good that one of these people at the top will be like, okay, this guy, Terry, is so good. We don't care about any freaking visa stuff. Just bring him here. Yeah. Okay. And that's how it works. How that does that happen? It doesn't happen because you want to, to get it. It happens because you just like focus on yourself. And once you like show your work and you, you just go out, so you just leave, just has this power to it. And just like, you don't have that feeling of, oh no, what's next? What's that? After that, you just move on to yeah. do the next thing. Okay. You just focus on yourself and you should be good. I almost, so like I, I a thousand percent love that advice, but I almost feel like, um, it can go either way. For instance, like in Toronto here, there's a huge animation industry and they just want people, they just want junior animators, right? They mm -hmm. want to see that you have the basic skills to be an animator. So like, if you don't listen to that advice, you can just go like, okay, what does uh, Guru Studio, Studio want for this job? I'm going to have the basics and they'll hire you because, you know, you're entry level, you're in the city, there's no worry about visa, et cetera. And you can get that job totally fine. I think yeah. What you said with resonates with me is like, if you focus on the thing that you can do better than anybody else, and that, you know, the thing that's like inside your yeah, heart that yeah. and you really tap into that, and you're like honest with yourself and what you want to create with the world, I think people will see that and, and love that about you. And then they won't care. They'll be like, yeah, We're, exactly. we are making this amazing project. We want to bring Ayub uh, on, on this project, no matter what, because he has yeah. this amazing thing. They're not going to be like, oh, he's an entry level animator. Uh, but the visa thing is like, mm, and also, like also you get, also you get to the point where like, you see like these type of studios where they accept anybody. Usually, they don't have projects that would like like excite you. So like yeah. usually, like the stuff that you like to do has more competition. Totally, totally. Like they're more difficult to get in, and like once you do that, I had like a lot of offers where I had to turn it off, or, like turn it away because. It didn't like go with what I wanted to do. I've seen some people that do the mistake where they're like, okay, this is good. I'm just going to do it. But it just like takes them away from the path that they want to follow. Yeah. So usually just like try, like make sure to choose. So totally. if, if it is something that you don't like, say no and just move on until you get to the point where you want. And it depends if you're happy with the, like if you're going for animation, just like to get a job, just like you know, like become like a, have like a stable thing do your family it's good for you if you like follow a path where you want to like like grow your career and do something yeah. this is the, the mentality for it it's oh 100 like, and i think it's almost easy you know if you take that uh less risky pass path and it depends on where you're at in your life and what you're yeah you know, exactly what you're sacrificing yeah, yeah. and what your priorities are but i think it's also easy to get caught up and be like uh, i like this stability and I'm staying here yeah. instead of, you know, uh, going back to what you originally your heart was set on and, and uh, forcing yourself, pushing yourself to get that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So maybe maybe as we're just wrapping up this chat, like what are what is something, you know, we talked about where you've been and where you're going. Like what is something you're focused on it's focusing on right now is like a character animator. Like are you focusing on like, you know, performance or acting or like subtlety? Like what is the That's thing a that great you're studying question, right yeah. now? That's a great question. So. Uh, one of the things that when I was working before, usually the previous project that I had was like more like, uh, if you've seen my reel, you can see that I'm more comfortable with like comedic 
and pushed animation like that. But the problem, the thing that I struggled with was like subtle animation and like more like, mm. like kind of like subtle animation in general. And this project that I'm working on is exactly perfect for that. So I've been like noticing that I'm like out of my comfort zone, but I'm actually learning a lot. And this is something that I, I love. And I, I don't want to like stick in one like style of animation. So I usually like to do everything. But I usually I am more like comfortable in like cartoony and like action stuff. But at the same time, I'm 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 learning a lot, so I'm comfortable with trying new nice. stuff that is not comfortable for me. If that makes any sense. Nice, cool. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good. You know, you're only improving, and even yeah. when you come back to you know that exaggerated animation that you love, you know, you can balance it out with some subtleties to make the exaggerated moments yeah. really stand out more. Because a thing that I've learned too is like. You know, I love exaggerated, like you know, rubber hose animation. But if the whole thing is like that, it kind of loses its yeah, exactly. It's yeah. Um, I don't know appeal because the it's whole thing. Appeal, so yeah. you need to like balance it with like moments of ridiculousness and moments of like subtlety. So yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, cool. Is there is there anything else that we didn't chat about that you wanted to chat about or things you wanted to share? Is we're just we're just wrapping up the chat. Yeah, I think I think that's it. I guess yeah, I think that's we it. Covered so, yeah. it all. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it was really great. It was a great chat. Yeah. Here and like, yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure to to have you. And I'm I'm so excited for your career. This is just really cool. And I'm glad we got to chat. Thank you so much, man. It was it was great here. Yeah. Amazing. Awesome. And it and if uh, if you're listening to this and you want to reach out to Tayub or follow him, you can do so by checking him out on LinkedIn and Twitter. And I'll include the uh, links to those on the description of this podcast. And that's all for now. So thank you so much for listening. Okay, bye. The music for this podcast was composed by Will Farmer and the graphics by Daniel Abensauer. I encourage you to look them up if you enjoyed their work.